All right, what is up and welcome back to the Build A Better You podcast. I'm your host, Austin Chan. And in this week's episode, we are going to go over, as promised, a wrap-up of my 2022. And hopefully you brought your list along so that we can kind of have a discussion about this and basically just wrap up like how you felt about your 2022, what have you accomplished, what have what you have not accomplished, and basically how you feel overall, like the good, the bad. We want to address all of it so that we can fully review our past year and then go on into 2023 and be able to have an open discussion about what we plan on accomplishing for 2023 and really be able to kind of stay accountable and stick to our plans so that we can kind of um, plug most if not all of the gaps that we found during this year 20 this past year 2022 and that's not to say that we're going to create like a foolproof plan that you're going to 100% succeed but knowing that if you have a plan it's better than not having a plan and that you can as always like have something to stay accountable to and also just have something to stick to despite how you feel despite all these other curveballs or whatever might pop up throughout your 2023 journey um, so yeah, basically what I'm going to discuss here is my initial 2022 goals, um, how I've executed on those goals every single day for the past year. Or, I, and I, I, I'm exaggerating here. I obviously I did not stick to like my goals every single day of the day of the of the year, but um, just realizing that that I'm going to dive into more of that. I'm 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 not going to spoil it. Okay, and then the next point here it's my goals for 2023. Obviously. Um, what I plan on accomplishing in the 2023 and there's always like what kind of like actionable plan will I be sort of laying out um, and again I want to emphasize that no matter what plan that you set out to achieve know that you cannot expect perfection unless you have this picture-perfect life where you can where you can literally take emotion out of the equation and just execute every single day on something there's no way you're going to be 100% consistent. And unless you're like a robot and you're not a human, there's no way you're going to not be able to, or there's no way you're going to be able to just like silence or put aside your emotions. So yeah, that, that's pretty much it. We're just going to dive in. Um, so basically my initial 2022 goals, and I've actually written them like on, so I have this weekly schedule thing that admittedly I don't use all that much anymore on my fridge. And it's basically a blank slate every week that I did for probably like the first eight weeks I planned on my weeks and all that by the hour and then I wrote down in the corner my 2022 goals that I wanted to accomplish and basically um I'm gonna be super transparent here I'm gonna list like ex- all the exact numbers that I wanted to get in terms of and my 2022 goals were mainly just business focused um I Admittedly, like I don't have much of a problem with health and fitness because I've already spent so many damn years like working towards this thing that I already have kind of the habits in place. And actually, this year, something that I've like kind of um, what's the word I'm looking for here? Something I've kind of had to to face is actually dialing back on the fitness end and really letting my fitness take like a backseat because for the longest. For as long as I can remember, fitness was always in the forefront. I always planned my entire schedule around fitness. I've always planned my, like, basically everything around my life. And, like, I always made sure that I got my workouts in. I got my nutrition in check. I had time to prepare my meals and all that kind of stuff. But never really to, like, for other things. 
um and like that that's basically like i built my schedule around that like that was the first thing that was on my schedule and then everything else you know my meetings my um my my work schedule and all that kind of stuff was around all of that other stuff but this year was actually the first year where i've sort of like had to come to terms that hey i actually cannot fit fitness as like the first thing in my schedule and that i actually have to have to work fitness around other things in my life you know as my business grew as um i just got busier with everything in my life um which like at first it was kind of tough because i just was so set into this mindset and routine that fitness was always first that i wasn't used to this and i was like man what the hell is going on like you know i'm a fitness professional fitness should be the number one thing that i focus on right but that's that's untrue it that's like completely false because my first and foremost my fitness professional like my success in my job does not depend on how fit i am it depends on how well i'm able to service and serve my clients so I, I I've had to come to the realization of that and face that fitness cannot be the number one thing that I'm like planning my days around anymore. It's really servicing my clients and then letting fitness fit wherever it can. Obviously, I still have to set time aside for myself, but also realizing that, hey, this can't be the thing that like takes up, you know, 90% of my mental energy. Whereas like before it could, before I honestly, before I had the privilege to, um, but also this helping me realize that I can better empathize with my clients because you know most of my most of you listening, most of my clients, fitness is not the number one thing on their mind. Fitness is obviously they want it they, something that they want to prioritize, but it's not something that they want to take over their life. They obviously have jobs, they have families, they have all this other stuff that they need to commit themselves to. So me kind of living through this has better helped me empathize with my clients and also, you know, being able to kind of work through their struggles and also being able to design a plan and make recommendations based on this newfound experience that I have with this, which will like ultimately, which which will improve my service to, to my clients. So I think that that's kind of the end goal, um, just to like always improve my service, make it the best damn service possible to serve my clients and like that in the self will just build the foundational base for my business because um on on to the like the business side of things there's so many people who just focus on sales and marketing that they forget like hey you actually need to have a good service or product to keep people around and like get referrals from people um but yeah all that stuff aside i don't want to dive too much into like the business side of things um you, you're probably not here for that you're probably here for more of the fitnessy stuff so yeah let's kind of dive a little bit more into my like 2022 goals so most of these were um business related um i had in terms of my fitness like obviously i'm shooting for prs like every session but like i'm not sort of tying my identity to that i'm not letting that affect me like if like it's also kind of helped me a little bit like heal my relationship with fitness and health in the fact that like because i'm not so hyper so hyper focused on it anymore I'm not super fixated on, oh man, I got to make sure I hit all my exact protein guidelines. I got to make sure I get all my workouts and set PRs all across the board this week. But realizing that, hey, I can just show up and like put the work in, but also not be able to set PRs this one day because I've had a long and stressful day and just move on. And the next workout, obviously, and I just end up setting a bunch of PRs. So that that's great. And just letting just letting this fitness stuff happen and like as, as long as I stay consistent and I apply um, consistent effort over time and that 
doesn't always necessarily mean that I have to apply 100% effort every single session, but more often than not, I if when I do feel fully recharged, I can give it give it that extra push. When I do feel undercharged, I can just basically go in there and do the bare minimum, and I won't lose any progress or it won't be detrimental to to anything by any means. So that was basically my 2022 goals, just setting, you know, PRs and pushing myself wherever I can, but also just maintaining a, a consistent routine because I always have to give back to myself. I can't just, you know, dump fitness to the side and not pay any attention to it because it's just super good for both my physical and mental health to take some time for myself and actually take some time to do something that which is really just taking care of both my mental and physical health um, because just physical activity is just really good for that. So that was that for my fitness goals. Onto my business goals. One of my main business goals, and I'm like, I mean, at first I was just kind of afraid to to share this just because, you know, society has this weird thing with like money and focusing on numbers and focusing on like vanity metrics. But I think it's a very good discussion, open discussion to have, like, because it really doesn't, it just, I think it's just stigmatized. I don't think there's anything weird about talking about money. I feel like if we had more of an open, honest conversation between people about money, we wouldn't be taken advantage as much in terms of like all these bigger companies who want to keep, you know, keep your salaries hush hush so that they can take advantage of you. And like, no one knows how much like every other person is making and all that kind of stuff. But I think just having more open discussion about this and like destigmatizing the discussion around money, like obviously you're going to have a handful of shitheads who are like gold diggers and who want to befriend you or be um, romantically involved with you because of money. But I feel like for the most part, most people are very genuine and open and accepting and like don't really care about how much money you make. They just care about you because of your personality and myself included. So my initial 2022 goals were to build a six-figure business strictly from online. Um, and then also to increase my podcast listenership to at least 100 people listening in, tuning in on a consistent basis and also to increase my Instagram following to 100,000. Yeah, that's that's basically it for my goals. Um, I did have an article writing goal, but I ended up dropping that because I just got way too busy and I could not just keep cranking out those articles. I did managed to crank out a ton of them for like the first three months um, at a very good frequency. And also like they're super high quality and in depth. So go ahead and check that out um, and let me know how, how it is. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they're complete shit and that's why I'm not getting a, a ton of traffic to my website. But um, <laughs> if, if for whatever it's worth, um, I would definitely appreciate it if you just check those out and let me know how the quality of those were. Those are pretty much all my goals in a nutshell. Like, like I said, I'm really focused on just growing my business so that, um, and the main re driving reasons behind why I wanna grow my online business so much is one, so that I can move and travel anywhere while working and not necessarily have to stress about me being strapped to one location because I am working with a fair amount of like in-person clients right now. So a lot of my income is tied up in that. So if I'm able to build this online thing, I can basically just move to another state or like, I mean, eventually down the line, this is something that's been on my mind, but I haven't hundred percent committed to moving to another country <laughs> like by itself, um, just for a little bit of like international experience and living somewhere outside of the U S just to see how that feels. Uh, I've heard really good things about it, but you never know some. You never know how good something is until you actually go out and try it. So, 
that's that's basically one of my motivators another motivator is obviously i want to make more money like uh, and this is not even and i mean okay on one hand i feel like just having the selfish need to like make more money it's not necessarily a bad thing like i don't know why people get so fucking like like um what's the word i'm looking for they get so like aggravated or they get really they they get them on their high horse or their soapbox about like oh you shouldn't be you shouldn't be greedy and want to make more money and blah 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 and like that's just a selfish reason and, like there's literally nothing wrong with doing that um yeah I, I don't want to dive too much in like the economics and like like all that kind of stuff and start arguments but basically my thought process is is if you are willing to put in the work and if you that's something that you want to achieve then by all means go for it but i would say one of my main motivators for making more money is just yeah obviously making more money living a higher quality lifestyle but you know at a certain point i feel like you just make so much money that it doesn't even make sense for your lifestyle anymore and that some people just you're just basically growing your bank account and you just grow this ever-growing fear of like what if like i don't want to lose all of this like stuff that i've built so far so trying to find that level within myself of what like how much of enough is enough but basically a lot of the driving reasons is actually not even for myself it's just to give back to my parents because they you know if you don't know this if this is your first time tuning in a little bit background i grew up in hawaii uh, both my parents are immigrants. Um, my dad is from China. My mom is from Vietnam. Um, but they are both Chinese. They immigrated here. And they basically grew up with nothing. And they were able to like slowly work very hard and save. And be able to like build a pretty much like a middle class lifestyle for me. And like growing up, I like money was definitely something that was of concern in the household. But it was never like to the point of like, oh, we have to like focus on like, like um, dialing down our lifestyle. Like we always did live like a pretty decent lifestyle. Like obviously we didn't have like a shit ton of money to spend on like luxuries and all that kind of stuff. But also we like lived, I, I would say we lived comfortably. And the fact that my parents were able to come from literally dirt poor and to live like a middle class lifestyle in America, like I would say like lower middle class um, to be exact, not like true middle class where they you know you'd have like what like what's like a typical like size home like a 2000 square foot household and blah 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 and like two and a half kids all that, all that kind of stuff um yeah they, they always budgeted they always tried to save wherever they can not like splurge too much on luxuries um i mean we didn't really celebrate christmas but like even then like i was just super grateful i never really asked for anything on the holidays and i didn't really like um have a lot of like like room to like really treat myself i was just like grateful for all of these things i've all i mean growing up i i don't want to sound like i'm some angel child who like never asked for anything but like every time i would ask for something my parents were like oh we'll think about it we gotta we gotta see if we have enough money to like budget for that kind of stuff and like i just accepted i i mean i obviously i got mad at first but then like as i got older i started understanding the true value of money and how hard it is to actually earn money and be able to like you know pay for bills pay for all these necessities first pay for food on the table and then with all the money you have left over that's when you can start spending it on luxuries that's when you can spending it start spending it on like stuff that you just like want on a whim and i never really understood that and as i got older and older i started to understand that and i was actually grateful for my parents in instilling this philosophy in me that like hey like 
being able to like delay gratification, being able to like realize like, hey, I don't actually need this. This is just like a very short term and acute want sensation. And like, if I just wait a little bit longer, maybe I'll realize that, hey, I didn't really actually want this. Like, this was just an impulsive thing that I wanted to do in this very moment. But if I waited for like a week or two, I didn't actually really want this that bad. In fact, this is actually a terrible idea. Like, why did I ever think about this in the first place? And yeah, that, that really taught me like some good financial habits growing up. So yeah, that, that's basically like a recap of like my upbringing and like my philosophy around uh, money and all that. Um, I kind of forgot how I got onto this point, but basically, um, oh yeah. So yeah, that's basically why I want to make money just to give back to my parents is just show them that, hey, I'm like, you guys did a really good fucking job raising me and I just want to give back to you. I just want to show you that, hey, I can make a good living and also be able to to give back to you and just show my appreciation for you for what you've done for me all those years for like, because I know they probably sacrificed a lot. They It definitely was not easy for them to to come here like dirt poor and like, you know, be able to like, like create a life for themselves and also create like a comfortable life for me and kind of like, shielding me a little bit from like the the real like stressors of life that are the the same shit that they have to go to they they had to go through um so yeah that's that's basically one of my like big motivators um yeah that, that's basically it for my 2022 goals and my main motivators and then as for what i did and and it's good to have goals and all but another thing that i find that's super important is to have a plan of execution not necessarily to like, I think it's good to have goals, but for what a lot of people do is that they set goals and then they have no plan to get there and then they get disappointed or they feel like their goals are too lofty or they feel like their goals are like all of a sudden they start working towards it and like, wow, this is actually really freaking hard. I did not realize that. And then they start to get burnt out and they start to give up because they don't truly see their potential or they don't see their capability to even take steps towards that goal. So that's why I think most people go wrong with goals. I don't think it's necessarily right or wrong to set lofty goals or not. Like you can set very high achieving goals. You can set very low, lower standard goals. But I think at very much at the end of the day, it's do you see your potential or do you see your ability to accomplish that goal? So, I mean, I, I think I do have pretty like high lofty goals. I, I will tell you right now, I did not achieve any of my business initial 2022 business goals. But I will say that having a plan of action like in itself will just lead you to like so much farther down the road than you initially thought. Like even though I did not achieve any of those goals at all, I still made significant amount of progress from the previous year. And I was still able to, I'm still able to, I'm in a much better position now than I was at the beginning of 2022. I'll just, I'll just leave it at that. I won't like disclose too much about like, exactly like what what everything is but um that's basically that so what i did um every single day i set up basically a plan of action i was like i'm going to write this amount of articles per month i'm going to do this pot amount of podcasts or youtube videos per week and i'm going to do this many amount of social media posts per day and without fail i like honestly i can probably count the number of times that i actually missed posting on any of these platforms for probably like a handful of days 
And that was basically because I just had a plan of attack and I never let myself deviate from that plan. I, from the get-go, I developed a sustainable plan or like a bare minimum that I need to do every single day and I just simply executed on it. And I think most people just need to do this. And I also want to help you realize that like, you, you can give yourself room to miss days and you can also adjust this plan of action as your year goes throughout. Because I don't want to make it seem like, oh, I did all of this stuff for every single day of the fucking year. But like, I remember starting off with articles. I was super consistent. I was pumping out like four articles a month, which is a, a shit ton of work. Um, writing at least like 2,000 words for each article. I did that for about three months and I just got simply got burnt out because I tried to do too much too soon. And then I pretty much did not write a single article from April into in, in now, actually. And then I had this goal of doing YouTube. I was pumping out a video, like one video per week. I did that. I did about like six or eight videos. And then I, again, I got burnt out. Also, I didn't really like enjoy that format of content. So I just stopped doing that altogether. But I will say my podcast episodes, I probably missed like maybe one or two weeks throughout the entire year. So that's a solid 50 episodes for this entire year. Podcasts, I actually really like doing it just because I can just go on a rant. I don't really have to do too much editing and I can just like send it off and people still enjoy this mode of content. So yeah, that that's one of the reasons why I stuck with podcasts and like podcasts, like I said, I've been super consistent, missed two weeks out. I've been aiming for one podcast episode per week and I basically missed probably like one or two episodes throughout the entire year. So there's... There's that in terms of my social media posts. I pretty much posted at least once per day. Initially, I started off trying to post like two or three times uh, per day, but obviously life got busy, you know, um, like, and ultimately the end goal of posting content is to get more clients. So I actually did end up getting more clients and that as a result, like took more of my time and I was, I had to dial back down on the social media posting. So eventually I went from like two or three down to one, but I knew that, at the bare minimum, I had to post one post every single day. I had to have enough backlogged posts to post at least once per day and just focus, simply focusing on executing on that. And I, I don't know how to best translate this to you, but you need to find your one post per day. You need to do your one thing every single day, no matter how small it is. Because for me, one social media post a day, even if it's just me talking to the camera, no editing or anything for like 30 seconds, that counts as a post. And I just want to tell you that your, you just, yeah, like I said, you got to find your one post per day. You, like whether that's like walking for like five minutes, something that you can do every single day that will help you keep your momentum because there were, there were and there still are some days where I really do not want to post content. It's like, that's like the last fucking thing I want to do. I've had a long ass fucking day, but I have put my plan in place that my bare minimum is doing one social media post per day and just like reposting that across platforms. And that's basically it. And like when I put things in perspective, like all of that basically takes like 15 minutes for me to do. So there's really no excuse for me, even if my schedule is jam packed, like I could probably lose 15 minutes of sleep just so I can get that post out and I can find 15 minutes like somewhere in my day to do that. And if you can, and, and basically just having this one habit in place, it basically makes you do one hard thing every single day. And like, because when 
when everything is going well, it doesn't seem like a hard thing. But when everything is going to shit, that's probably one of the things that you like least want to do. And for a lot of people, your one post is probably fitness related. You probably don't want to get your lift in. You probably don't want to go and get your steps. You probably don't want to like track your nutrition or whatever. But like always have at least one bare minimum thing that you have to do every single day. And like your entire day can go to shit. You can miss all of your workouts. You can miss your step session. You can miss your nutrition and not track a single damn thing at all. But you need to have at least one thing that you are going to do regardless of how shit your day goes. Because by doing that one thing, you're going to feel proud of checking off that just that one box. And when you can at least check that one thing off, you're going to feel so much better about it than having zero things. And really, this is really just about maintaining momentum. It's not, it's not making some crazy transformation. It's not about like, oh, I'm going to crush this fucking workout. I'm going to get so fucking swole or I'm going to get so fucking toned and like lose so much fucking fat because of this one thing. But it's about getting you to that next day. And I'm just actually going to steal this quote from Andy Frisella that you just need to focus on how can you win that day. No matter... And winning does not have to be crushing every single thing like for that day. It just means winning at one thing. If you can win at that one thing, you've won that day. And that's basically it about building that momentum. And that's just finding that one non-negotiable for you every single day. And eventually that momentum like will snowball and grow. It's not going to be like, oh, I'm just walking for five minutes every single day. It's like, what the fuck is five minutes going to do? Like, what's the point of doing five minutes? The point of doing that five minutes is that eventually when life starts to slow down or life starts to calm down a bit, that five minutes turns into 15 and eventually turns into 30 and like eventually changes your entire fucking life. So don't look at any single win as too small or any single thing that you do as too small because you don't know the ripple effect. You don't know the snowball effect it is going to have down the line because you're able to maintain that momentum. And as cheesy as it fucking sounds, you have to, consistency is really the, the number one thing that makes people successful. It's, it's not like having the perfect plan, plan. It's not like doing all this shit right. It's literally just your ability to keep going because most, more often than not, most of the people I talk to, when they fail or they, they for some reason, they stop their fitness, it was because they stopped. It was because something threw them off the track and that they couldn't get themselves started back up again. So that's, that's basically it. Just maintaining that momentum and staying fucking consistent. I know I've said this probably a thousand times by now on this podcast alone, but really that that's the that's the bottom line. Just staying consistent. So if there's anything you can take away, just stay consistent. Find your one non-negotiable. Find your one thing that you have to crush every single day, with no matter how small it is. All right. So for my goals, uh, for 2023. So I basically just have one drafted up right now. I'm going to come up with more and I'm going to definitely going to come up with like my non-negotiable action plan so that it helps me execute and stay on point for 2023. But basically my main goal is just to continue growing my online business so I can eventually move and travel anywhere that I want while working. Um, and basically just continuing servicing my clients to the best of my ability. I don't even want to put that as goal because that is like, that's what I should be doing anyway. Um, and that's really my job. I don't, yeah so that's basically my goals for now 
um, definitely share your goals with me. Shoot me a DM, shoot me an email, whatever. Um, I would definitely love to hear that. But yeah, I really hope that this episode has helped you like realize what it is that you need to like basically unfuck or unstuck yourself um, in your situation with you know health, fitness, whatever it is that you're facing in life. But yeah, thank you so, so much for listening and joining me on basically this, this journey of growth through 2022. And I'm super excited to see what I will be able to accomplish with your help, obviously, and your support throughout uh, my journey in 2023 and so on and so forth for many, many years to come. I do not plan on stopping anytime soon. I do not plan on slowing down my growth anytime soon. So super excited to have you along for the ride. And just as an, like a sign of appreciation and thankfulness for the position that I'm in, I'm going to give basically to like as many people as I can, whoever uh, inquires about coaching within the next 48 hours, I want to say, or basically until the end of the, the, uh, the old year, not the new year, <laughs> the end of the old year of 2022, if you shoot me a DM or shoot me an email inquiring about coaching, I'm going to give you a, let's do a 50% discount on the first month of coaching. And this is just basically my way of being thankful and giving back um, just for the position and being able to do what I love and being able to make a decent living out of it. So I'm super appreciative and super thankful for the support and like your help for helping me put put me into the position that I'm in to be able to do this. So yeah, I'm super appreciative and thankful of that. Um, I normally do not do discounts just because I feel like it's just a sleazy sales tactics for most companies and most people to like get you in like, oh, here's the discounted rate. We'll get as many people and we in will like basically do like a quick cash grab and like be able to generate more sales than, than usual. Um, so yeah. I don't normally do this stuff. As soon as it hits January first at twelve a.m., I am not going. I'm not going to like give out any more discounts. It's just going to go back to my normal rates. I am planning on taking more clients in January, um, but in terms of, like the rates, I'm not going to do any discounts. I'm just going to like basically work with people normally. Um, so this is pretty much one of the few opportunities that you're going to get. Um, to work with me at a discounted rate. So that's pretty much that. So yeah, if you're listening to this and it is before January 1st, be sure to hop on this opportunity because if you miss it, don't go emailing me or don't go DMing me like, oh man, can you please give me an extension? Like I like I was off by like one minute. No, it's there are no exceptions. I'm not that type of dude. Uh, but yeah, that is about it. Thank you so much for listening. Again, if you are listening on Apple or Spotify podcast, be sure to leave a five-star review. Uh, be sure to leave a written review as well because I do love reading those. And that is about it. Peace out and I'll catch you in the new year. I'll see you, I'll see you next year as those cheesy dad jokes go. Uh, but yeah, that's about it. Catch you on next week. Peace out.